Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Clean and green is what they say about Larson Hay. Uh, in the studio with me, I uh, have special guest here and co-host, Claudia Balandi. She is from Brazil, lives here in Ocala and raises the Brazilian Marchador horses, as well as training racehorses herself for the track. Also with us, I have Jacinta Vasquez, Hall of Fame jockey, who rode Ruffian and uh, was quite well known for beating Secretariat, the super horse. So that's a pretty exciting uh, uh, guest lineup to have. And in this series, we're going to talk a lot about some of the racehorse issues that have come up in the past few weeks sort of all of a sudden after um, some deaths at Santa Anita and some concerns about the track there. And Jacinto is going to tell us a little bit about his opinion, uh, which I value highly. But first of all, we're going to talk about him. Jacinto, you grew up in Panama? I grew up in Panama about 300 miles away. I thought you were going to say about 300 years ago. I was going to say, no, not that long. I was born in the country over there. I did everything around Panama. Everything trying to even. And from wash dishes, I did everything. So then I become a jockey. And was, a few months later, I left Panama and I came to United States. I was very successful over there in Panama. I had a little problems, you know, I used to get suspended a lot, but. Then I changed to come to this country. <clears throat> I came a, a straight to New York City. The first horse I rode in New York City, I win. And after that, they, they denied me the bug, you know, the apprentice. And I should have got the apprenticeship because the racetrack in Panama don't was recognized by the jockey club over here. So don't make any difference how many races you win there, they don't count. <clears throat> but they denied them. So I went to finish Arizona for the winter time and over there at the day of my birthday. The day before I win four races and the next day a horse went through the fence with me and I broke both of my legs oh, no. and my ribs. And I spent about six months out of action. Then I went to Nebraska, Denver, Colorado. New Mexico, uh, Pahaska, Oklahoma, and then I wound up in Kentucky by the end of the year in 61. So I started riding over there a few horses and then uh, <coughs> I went to New Orleans and then in uh, 1962 I started doing good up in Churchill Down and I went to Chicago, then I came to Miami. You got around uh, the U.S. a little bit, huh? Oh yeah. I rode all kinds of horses, quarter horses, and bad horses. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you decide to, to be a jockey? 
I decided to be a jockey. Well, I, I don't know. He was tired of washing dishes. Well, I, <laughs> I was washing dishes. And I, I know. And um, I came to the city. I used to be in the city. They had a big supermarket over there, like a flea market. And I used to work there, taking bags outside for the people that used to buy the vegetables and stuff. And they used to give you a quarter, a dollar, 50 cents. I used to make 30, 40 bucks a day in the morning over there, from 5 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock in the morning. And so I left there. I was washing dishes in an island called Taboga. And I came back to see some friends over there. And I had a fight with a black kid because I, I beat up his brother, so he came after me that day. And that's gonna put me in jail. And there's a lady over there that used to run the market, that she used to collect the money for all the people they rent. She came out and uh, saved me because they're gonna put me in jail. And uh, she was a mother to Eriodoro Gostini. He was a jockey. And she said to me, she said, you should be a jockey. I said, what's a jockey? She said, ride horses. I said, I can ride any horse. She said, no, this runs just go fast. I said, I don't care. She said, you should come to the racetrack. I said, well, I'm leaving today. I said, I'll be back in a few day, uh, weeks. And you take me to the racetrack. So she did, and a month later, I joined the racetrack. Just like that? Seven months later, I was riding. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah. So you rode some incredible horses, um, genuine risk. Foolish Pleasure, Forgo, Princess Rooney, uh, Risen Star, Ruffian, so many uh, incredibly well-known names. Uh, can you think of like uh, a major highlight in your career that was really exciting for you? Well, uh, I accomplished almost everything that I... That a jockey could accomplish? Yeah, yeah. I never win the Prickney or the Belmont, but I finished second. I had some problem. I probably should have won the one of the the Belmont one year. I'm following instruction of my training, and I got beat. Mm. So I never usually listen to trainers' instruction. <laughs> you know, I used to tell them any race over fifty thousand, I never follow instruction. He said, "Why?" Because I say, if I get beat, I make a mistake. It's my fault. So I, I used to. I used to study the horses very well. When I ride a horse in a stake, I know who who was the competitor, mm -hmm. or who to follow, who not to follow. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you need a racing luck, too. So I was very fortunate, I rode a lot of good horses. And one year in New York, I used to ride in 1973, 74, 75. The only horse I never rode was Secretary. I rode almost every other horse. Wow. Good horse. You must have incredible memories. Yeah. And and I used to work with some trainees and we had argued, fights. But we the next morning we start all over again. <laughs> in your opinion, uh, in the, the time that you rode horses for you, who was the best trainer? Well, you know, I met a lot of trainees and never was famous. They was excellent horsemen. They know how to train a horse, good or, or a bad one. And you know, years back, uh, we don't had the 
the things they got today by the feeding a horse. You know, it's less supplement and everything. You, you have to cook your own right. ideas. Yeah. Yes. And to all the trainees that I rode, are probably the best guy and horseman that I'll, I rode with, Frank Wiley, because he was, uh, he was that's all he did. He, his horses was everything. He used to be there 5 o'clock in the morning to 10, 12 o'clock in the day. Then he'd go home, come back at uh, 2.30, 3 o'clock, and then stay there to 6. Then go home and eat, and by 8.30 at night, he used to come back to the barn. Really? Every night. He used to do that. Check all the horses, see who's eating, who's not eating. That's good. And, and that's it. And he used to make his own feed, you know. He used to cook some oats, uh, cook corn, and uh, he used to, his sauces look excellent all the time. That's good. And your opinion too? I worked for him for 35 years. Really? Yeah. Long time. And about the jockey? Who was the best jockey? Oh, Except well, to you. Except of course. you. Well, yes. uh, you know, we had a lot of good riders in my time, but yes. I think the best rider that I ever rode, uh, it was Willie Chumake. Yeah. Willie Chumake was, he had a, he don't weigh a hundred pounds, but he had a excellent hands and a patient and a head. Patience. All, all together, you know. Yeah. He had the full power. Nice hands yes. and patient, yeah. You know, you take it for instance, Cordero was a good rider, and it's, if he had a half of the brains, a Chumake, he could have been a super, super rider too. But he made a lot of mistakes riding because he, he had idea to ride somebody else in a race. You cannot ride two horses in a race. No. No. Just it, yours. Just yours. You can uh, trap a horse in the behind horses and keep him in there and prevent him to win. Or and but you cannot be chasing a horse and using your horse before you you should because you don't gonna have no horse by the last part of it. That's true. Yeah. That's true, ride your own horse, right? You got to ride your own horse and make sure you know where you are all the time. Did you ever, and, and this is probably my last question in this segment, we've got more coming up with Jacinto, um, but my last question is, did you ever wish that you got to ride Secretariat? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He was a good horse, a very good horse. So you just, you just got to beat him instead, right? Oh, I just catch him in a bad time. <laughs> Catch him at a bad time. Mm -hmm. We're going to have more on the Horse Talk Show coming back. You know we always do. Stay with us. We'll be right back.